0: You are listening to I Can't, I Have Rehearsal, a podcast for the creative visionary.
1: A backstage look at the creative process from the imaginations that bring it to life.
0: Hello, theater family! I'm Travis. And I'm
1: Rachel, and welcome to another episode of I Can't, I Have Rehearsal, a podcast for the creative visionary.
0: So today we're back with another episode of our Broadway on Hennepin series. The touring company of the smash hit Hello Dolly is currently in Minneapolis, and one of us got to go, (laughs) because one of us had to be at the dry tech rehearsal for a show that we're currently in, and the director couldn't spare both of us. And one of us feels real bad about that. Yeah. <laughs> so somebody got to take my spot and had a teenage meltdown, which we'll get to in the episode. <laughs> <laughs> so Maybe today... we it already, but that's fine. So our We're going to cover it in bigger length. Yeah, today. much lengthier. We're going to give them all the details. Um, so today we have the patrons of the theater, Miss Rachel Klein and... Amy Borish is back with us this week, folks. Hello,
1: hello. Who well, you haven't heard in a long time? Just oh, so, many so, many.
0: <laughs> so many episodes, <laughs> so ago. so and many, so many episodes ago. And I'm, just, I you switched the color coding, and you were supposed to do the episode topic, but I'm just so used to doing it that I just went right into it. It's
1: fine. I'll read the synopsis. You're I cool. can talk all the time. This podcast. Um, <laughs> so just a brief show synopsis. So the Tony Award. We, this is directly from the Hennepin Theatre Trust website, so nobody at me. Um, the Tony Award-winning Broadway legend Betty Buckley stars in Hello, Dolly, the universally acclaimed smash that NPR calls the best show of the year. Winner of four Tony Awards, including Best Musical Revival, director Jerry Zach's gorgeous new production, uh, per Vogue, is making people crazy happy. The Washington Post. Uh... <laughs> Per the Washington Post, uh, breaking box office records week after week and receiving thunderous raves on Broadway, this Hello Dolly pays tribute to the original work of the legendary director choreographer Gower Champion, hailed both then and now as one of the, as one of the greatest stagings in musical theater history. Rolling Stone calls it a must see event, a musical comedy dream. If you're lucky enough to score a ticket, you'll be seeing something historic. Wow! Wow! Wow!
0: Well, there you have it. I concur. She could, I concur. I concur. So you guys went on Tuesday. Yes. That was what, the 16th?
1: Yes. Of this yeah. week that mm-hmm. just happened? Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. So
0: today is technically Easter Sunday. Technically. When this is going up. Yeah. Um, so you guys still have one more week to okay. go and yes. see the show. You
1: have one more week to go and see the show. Um, so we're going to give it over to Amy and Rachel in the past, and they're going to give you their first impressions of the show. Hello, Hello, theater theater family! family. I'm Rachel. I'm Amy. (laughs) And we just saw Hello Hello, Dolly. (laughs) We just saw Hello Dolly, and we just met Dolly. (laughs) I'm
2: dying. I'm like, seriously, y'all, I'm having a spiritual moment.
1: (laughs) So, uh, Amy has <laughs> been transported back to 18-year-old Amy, uh-huh. <laughs> Uh to, to preface this, we decided that we were going to go to the little after-party that's held for press night, and of course Miss Betty, Betty Buckley we was there. Now. She was there, and we met a, a wonderful gentleman, and I can't remember his first name. John, I believe. John, John. Um, Ooh, snuck us over and brought us over to introduce us to her and
2: it was And you know, you think about meeting one of your idols, you know, like
1: they when say you're at don't home, meet your idols. When you're at
2: home and you're listening to, you know, your idols' music or you're watching their movie or whatever, and you think about like all the things you would all this the ways that you'd be so cool and you know, all of the things you'd say to make yourself super memorable and like I got up to meet her, it was my turn to shake her hand, and I'm all I could utter was, if I talk, I'll cry. <laughs> Literally, all I could say to her, if I talk, I'll cry. <laughs> oh.
1: It was so, she couldn't have been more sweet.
2: I think I did utter out after that, like, oh my god, you were brilliant, you were so brilliant, yes, you, you were so brilliant. you did
1: say that she did a brilliant job and that you enjoyed it so much, and I reiterated that because she, I don't know if she, completely caught it. Ugh. But I said it for you. Her performance was so excellent and wonderful and hilarious. <coughs>
2: and, so, and I apologize, y'all. I have a terrible, terrible cold right yeah. now, but I was going to have to be like dead before I missed this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I have to, to give a big shout out to my current director, uh, Patrick Sbradlin, because. I'll try, I need to get over one more. Um, I probably wouldn't have been able to go because I'm currently in a production of a few good men. But we, uh.
2: You did business while you were there? I
1: did business while I was here. I did pick up some costumes for the show. So. And I wasn't going to make it back in time for rehearsal anyway. So. It's
2: legit. It's legit. It's legit. And we met Betty Buckley! And we met
1: Betty Buckley! <laughs>
2: oh my god, it was.
1: <laughs> okay, we do have to talk about the show. So okay.
2: thoughts. <laughs> I I seriously I thought it was stunning. It was visually like a giant Easter basket on the stage. Everything yeah. was the colors were brilliant and and bright and it it
1: But not too in your face.
2: No, it just really created that mood and Dolly was Brilliant, and her horse was brilliant, and they were the they, train was brilliant. <laughs> it was, it was all good. And, and you know, I also have to give a shout out because the supporting cast was really phenomenal.
1: Oh my god, they were so
2: really, really phenomenal! So,
1: so good! So, so, so good. Cornelius
2: Barnabas. Um, all of the all of the cast members just they were, they were so, amazingly good. So amazingly good. talented. And
1: shout out to that ensemble.
2: Yeah, who does not love to see fifteen incredibly talented men dancing?
1: Nobody. Er- oh.
2: Everybody loves that. Everybody. Everybody.
1: The the whole
2: their little Eshpays and and all of their barrel turns that, that where they got looked like they were hurtling over, you know, like five feet fences they were amazingly talented. I'm
1: always just impressed when I see a man jump like a good like a good <coughs> like just turn and it was just so.
2: They got some height on those barrel turns let me tell so you what beautiful. and I don't think I've ever seen so many barrel turns in one r- routine.
1: There that had was, to be at least 25 of them. That was some, I was trying to catch like that was that some serious
2: aerobic that was a that was that dance number was no joke man.
1: The whole that whole scene where
2: they're in the restaurant. Yeah, it was I'm like, it was very, uh, it was very, very well choreographed. I I, you know, it was, I really, as, as somebody that does a lot of choreography, I really appreciated the simplicity of some of the choreography. Yeah, because it was so incredibly effective. But it was one of those kinds of shows that that had the great big. Ginormous dance number with with the waiter dance, the waiter ballet, but yeah. it also had just some of the very slightest. Even
1: like the littlest thing. It it
2: was to me it it reminded me not in style, but in approach of a Fosse piece. It was very yeah. small. Yeah, yeah. Very small movements that were incredibly effective. You know, it's
1: like a flick of the hand, or even like the way just like, bouncing those, on their toes. Those bouncing and on the toes, where they they're simulating. Oh, we've been walking on this street for a little while, and it's just like a bounce on the toes, was, and then just like if them walking across the stage. That 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 step point step point if step we weren't point.
2: driving in a car i would pull out the program and look up who the choreographer is cuz like really think that that person needs a an actual shout out and and their name mentioned but we're in a car driving and it's dark and it's so great. i travis yeah. and i
1: will take care of it <laughs> yeah
2: it was it was it was very very well done it was so good the you know i mean, the singing is oh al- i always expect the singing to be outstanding and it was the voice of broadway did not t- disappoint not no. at all No, 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 no. And the, like you said, the supporting cast was it phenomenal. Was,
1: they were so good, like, especially the guy who played Cornelius.
2: <laughs> he like, was brilliant. He
1: was brilliant. I loved him. He was so, so good. And he had a little moment where somebody, like he just, he knew how to play an audience.
2: Yeah. So. Minnie was hysterical. Oh gosh, the girl so that funny. played Minnie was hysterical. So funny.
1: Kristen Kahn is her name.
2: She was very, she was very funny. Low
1: and she's got one of those and i don't know if that's correct i don't know I, I doubt maybe it's her actual voice but she's got one of those she's got like a broadway voice like yeah. you just she's got that broadway character voice down so well wow, it was so good
2: you no know, i thought it was all the sets were very impressive the scene changes
1: i did see one technical error what was that <laughs> that right in before the Harmonia Garden scene script got stuck
2: Oh seriously, I did not notice.
1: No, hey, I watched it go up and then go. I did not.
2: I did I, not see it because I was in my I'm gonna wet my pants zone because it's almost Hello Dolly time.
1: <laughs>
2: <coughs> so I yeah, I did not. That
1: number, the 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 title number of the show. Good grief.
2: Oh, it was so good. It, it was really so was good. so good. And I'm. Like I told you on the way down here, I, I am really not a. I don't mind being in big, old older Broadway, you know, like musicals, the those staple musicals like Sound of Music or Music Man or, you know, whatever. I don't I don't mind being in those. Yeah. I don't usually enjoy watching them. They're just they're not. I I'm okay yeah, with not them. For you. They're just not. I just kind of get. I don't know. I they're just not always my thing. And, which is weird to say as somebody who's like a major, major theater geek, but it's just never really been my cup of tea.
1: Everybody's allowed their own taste with theater.
2: But this, this production, I, I thoroughly enjoyed. Yeah. Thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed I
1: Highly it. recommend you go see it. Um, uh, Travis and I will share the <coughs> show dates because I, A, I'm driving, so I can't look for you. But um, if you have the opportunity to go and see the show, Go and see
2: the show. <laughs> really was so so was very good. So very good. I, I, there was, you know, sometimes there's a weak link where it's like, oh, this part was great, or but you know maybe the choreography wasn't, or this was great, but the costuming was like whatever, or this was great, but the sets weren't as elaborate as I. I they really, I didn't feel like was. I don't.
1: I don't have a piece of that no. show that I was like, this was meh
2: for me. No, it was visually stunning. Um, choreography was super effective and, and cute and, you know, really, even plot driving. You know, the the choreography really was contributed to the plot of the story. Um, you know, it wasn't always just dancing for dancing's sake, which sometimes musicals are just
1: dancing dancing for
2: dancing's sake. sake. Um, but I just thought it was really well done. Very, very well done. It was well cast. It was... I just enjoyed pretty much all of it Great. and Betty freaking Buckley Ah!
1: We made a Broadway legend tonight. I'm dying seriously.
2: <laughs> I'm seriously seriously oh.
1: dying. It was, it was
2: everything. And you know what I, like uh, when we were speaking with John at the table yeah. and I so enjoyed meeting um, him um, and we actually had mutual friends which was
1: which was hilarious. Yeah,
2: small, like a small, small world, world, right? Um, he was talking about her seeing her uh, Miss Buckley in concert twenty or twenty-five years ago, and yeah. and <coughs> to be fair, she is seventy-one, and I know I'm nearly fifty, and I don't sing as well as I sang when I was in my twenties and thirties and my forties. But I tell you what, she is one powerhouse of a performer. Really, I mean...
1: And I had to look up how old she was because I knew she
2: was older. But anyway, she did she a was. soft shoe, and she danced, and she was funny. She was very, very funny. So
1: Her timing is like... It was just right on, and it was so yeah.
2: funny. <coughs> oh,
1: excuse so, me. Oh so funny.
2: She was very, very good. So, it was... It was an amazing night of theater for the Twin Cities. I, I we are so lucky to have things like that come to our state and and be able to see legends and people like this Buckley and and the rest of that cast, these stellar stellar performers who you know, get up on stage and and they were all so very gracious tonight at Fogo de Chão at the after party. Like they were all very pleasant and gracious and
1: and like I, I I always feel like I have a hard time going up to people, especially like in that type of situation. Because they're eating, they're, you right. know, it's post-show.
2: Tired. you are tired.
1: I mean, I've, I've, I've been them, you know, out somewhere. And people come up to you like, oh my gosh, I saw you in the show, you were so good. And you, you know, you, you have to be, you, you want to be gracious, but you're also like, I need to get this boldness chicken wing in my face before I murder
2: someone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> no, they were all very gracious. And okay, with- you do. I did feel, I mean, I was fangirling, I'm not gonna lie, but I was, we were, we were brief. I was
1: we tried to be, yes, we I was tried so
2: to be. brief, I didn't ask for a picture or an autograph, and I'm both kicking myself and super proud of myself at the same time. Yes. I'm, pr- I'm proud
1: of you. I don't know, I'm one of those people where just don't think they want you know like if you're gonna meet somebody meet somebody. Yeah. I know it's it's one thing like Emma Watson does like with her fans. She's like if they meet her, she's like, I will have a ten minute conversation with you, it means that we don't have to take a picture. Right. <laughs> and she's then you're like, Well yeah, I'll talk to you for ten minutes. It means I don't have to sure
2: Right. So there is there I was like I said, I'm both
1: I'm proud kicking of,
2: myself and extremely proud of myself at I'm the same time. I am proud
1: that you you kept it together enough to like shake her hand, tell her she was brilliant, tell her you enjoyed her performance, and then what <laughs> like, i I had to I have to walk
2: away. Oh I was I was <laughs> I had to walk away. I was like legit overcome with emotion. I was legitimately like Okay, you are almost 50 years old. You cannot cry in front of Betty Buckley. <laughs> like, get it together, girl. Get it together. No, it was great. It was fantastic. And then we had great seats. The Hennepin Theater, or that, you know, the Hennepin Theater Trust gave great seats. They were fantastic seats. They were very
1: great seats. They're usually great seats. And uh, so shout out to Dale Stark. If you ever have the chance to work with him, uh, he is the press media manager for the Hennepin Theatre Trust. And he is, like, again, yeah, amazing, amazing, amazing to work with the Hennepin Theatre Trust. is doing an amazing job.
2: Well, you know, their whole season coming up is also phenomenal. I
1: know. Oh, We talked about it in a whole episode. If you want to listen, I can't I have a host podcast.com. Yeah. You can go back and listen to that. You can listen to Travis and I, gush for 35 minutes 35, I gosh forever
2: about this show minutes. but I you know I don't want to give away everything I just no. it was it was visually visually stunning it was, I, it
1: was done well the like,
2: costumes were brilliant. brilliant
1: The set was brilliant you know actors it was well cast everything I think that's all I I, I
2: I guess the like I said, the, high, the highest accolade I can give is that I don't typically like this type of show, and well, I I, love this I thought it was. I phenomenal. don't. Oh, okay.
1: I I love this type of show, but I don't. I'm not big into older theater, like like you said. Like I can't stand Oklahoma, sounding music. Like it's just no thank you. They're, yeah. I mean I'm sure they're great, but no thank you. It's not what I'm about.
2: So no, um, This was, they were, this was f- fantastic. Yeah.
1: My only gripe, too, besides, <coughs> like, I guess I have one gripe, is this is the first show that I've ever been to that people got up in the middle of. Yeah, it
2: really wasn't a gripe about the show at all. It it's was, not a gripe
1: about the show. It might be a gripe about, like, Usher, an Usher situation, but... Um,
2: there were a lot, there a lot of people getting up and getting coming up and going during the show. And,
1: and I understand people having like certain situations in your life where that's a, a, a necessity for you. But why would you sit where you sat if you know you have to get up at least forty times? Also, why did how how are you getting back in?
2: I just, I, you know, even the getting up and coming back in or whatever—that's that's, that's uh, annoying enough. I but. I guess I'm a... Ooh,
1: somebody's cell phone went off behind us. Yeah, that
2: was really annoying. Ooh. And the, the other thing that annoys me is when people rush out before a curtain call. Like, this is not a basketball game, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> These people are not... It's not a sporting event where you like, oh, well, we know who's going to win, so let's just beat the traffic. Let's
1: just... I, I
2: mean, we it's We can rude. listen to the rest
1: of the game in the car. Cause. It's
2: just, it's very rude to me. Yeah. I, because, I, I don't think, I mean, look, athletes work very, very hard. I'm not trying to diminish what a basketball player or a professional football player does.
1: These but people do that, They don't though. get
2: emotionally inve- It's not the same kind of emotional investment as doing theater, in my opinion. Yeah.
1: I can, I can, I can fully agree with that. And
2: when, when you get up and you leave, before or in the middle, the middle of, of a current. curtain call, your cast sees that. I, it's just, it's very rude. Yeah. To watch people exit the theater before everybody's had a chance to take so their problems. bow. Yeah. That's
1: their moment of them, you know, really receiving a thank you audience yeah for so, real I, I don't know i found that i find it really rude so if you're one of those people who does that change your change, change your life please,
2: please please i mean i suppose the only exception is if you have a special situation where you know you're disabled or something like that then i then i'll give you a pass but yeah. these people were not disabled people were just flying out of there because you know they wanted to beat the traffic and that's well Frankly, did belonging. you notice
1: the people behind us that the group of whoever behind us left an intermission. They didn't come back.
2: Yeah, the people that talked out loud during the show? Yeah. Yeah, that was super awesome too. Yeah. FYI people. Don't talk out loud don't during talk, the show. Don't
1: talk out loud during the show. There's a lot of out loud talking. Yeah, there really was. During the show. Which so it was I don't really have a grip about the show. I have a grip about the patrons that were there
2: tonight. Me too. But I don't have a gripe about the show because the show was. So, cast, if you're listening, we apologize on behalf (laughs) of the rude Minnesotans who walked out before your curtain
1: call. Before your curtain call.
2: Or in the middle of a musical number.
1: Oh! Oh. Oh. Like, I understand emergency situations, like, everyone has them. But I think they just got up to leave because they could get up to leave.
2: Noticing that the more I talk the more I sound like a really, really old white dude.
1: An like, old white dude. Like I've been
2: smoking a pack and <laughs> drinking a lot of whiskey and but yeah. So anyway, yeah, my voice is like crap right now.
1: My voice is crap. I think you're... I think we're still going. I think we're still going. I just wanted to unlock my phone. Okay. Um, but that's those are our thoughts. Um I again Highly, if you have an opportunity, uh, Rachel and Travis of the Future will give you all the good dates. Actually, you can go to com slash partners. And there is a link for the Hennepin Theater Trust where you can go and buy tickets for shows currently running. Highly recommend.
2: Yeah, it really is. It's a Highly really recommend. enjoyable night of theater or afternoon of theater if Actually, you're going to a matinee. Yeah, if you're
1: going to a matinee. Highly recommend.
2: Um, and it's it's a really it's a good family show too. Yeah, so if you got was, kids, there was a lot of kids there. Yeah, if you got kids, it'll it, it's enjoyable for all ages. There's l- literally very little to be offended by.
1: Yeah.
2: So, go see, go see Hello Dolly. Go see Hello
1: Dolly. Uh, back to Travis and Rachel in the uh, kitchen diner studio. <laughs> Well, thank you so much, Amy and Rachel, in (laughs) the (laughs) past.
0: We appreciate your insights.
2: Amy in the present sounds a whole lot more normal and a whole lot less like a lounge act
1: (laughs) (laughs)
0: that drinks and smokes heavily. Smoking four packs a day. (laughs) It sounded like. You always brought me luck. I sounded like a dude. (laughs) It's like, wow. Well, so what we're going to do is I'm basically just going to interview the two of you about your experience because, I mean,. I didn't get to go. So you guys have all the knowledge. I will say that Hello, Dolly! I think was like the first show I ever saw. As a very young child, they did it at Aiken High School. And they took the elementary school kids mm. over for like one of the performances. And I, I want to say that was like the first one. It was either that or Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. They did them like back to back. just can't remember which one was first.
2: Lighting your fire, huh? Yeah,
0: just lighten the fire. Nice. You know, getting it in there. Nice. So, what, as a musical breakdown as a whole, what was your favorite song from the show?
1: Oh, boy, that's tough. That's hard.
0: Lots I mean, of good I numbers w- in this one.
2: I loved anything that Betty was in. I loved Hello, Dolly. I thought it was fantastic. I loved it. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, gosh, I didn't. Ah, uh, jeez, Trav, coming right out of the gate with uh-huh. a toughie.
0: I thought you would have like the, I thought you you would do like the waiter dance.
1: I loved the waiter dance, but then that's That's, the favorite dance of the show. Yeah, that's the favorite dance of the show. That was my favorite dance number in the show was the whole waiter dance. It was really
2: brilliant, but I did like, I did like put on your Sunday clothes. I thought that, that, that little ballet was really very cool and just really fun made made it was like the review said made us made me happy made
1: mm-hmm. me happy to see yeah it made me happy to see I, I think i uh the i put my hand in just because it's just betty buckley being a nosy woman the entire <laughs> yeah and i just love the little things with the little cards that she was yeah yeah that was very cute it <laughs> was very cute and that was like <clears throat> one of my favorite numbers
2: anything with betty in it i enjoyed
1: yeah <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm getting the sense that Betty Buckley was a very big deal. <gasps> oh, I mean, she, Betty Buckley is a very big deal. She's a
1: very big deal, but oh my gosh, she, like
0: she's
2: just so strong and so solid and so uh, just so charismatic on stage. She's mm-hmm. just really draws you in.
1: It's one show that I wish I would have been like down in front for.
2: Yeah, she really interacted she, with she the really, first few audience or rows of the heroes. audience. Yeah, yeah, she was really, really interacted with them quite a lot, which mm. would have been fun. But it, it, she was fantastic. She really was
0: great. Where were the press seats for this one?
1: We were in row X.
0: Not bad. No,
1: uh-oh. seven main We were main floor, row X, seven Center and eight. Center section, so it was good. Yeah, we like. I feel like, and plus the people in front of us were just these cute little old ladies. Tiny so, <laughs> just tiny people in front of us. So, so
0: great like, view of the stage.
2: Screapsy. The one girl, The one lady in front of me had kind of big hair. If she moved her head wrong, I was like, oh, I can't, I gotta move. <laughs> <And> I do <laughs> <was like, laughs> she was alright. Well,
1: the lady sat in front of me had this cute little, like, short little bob cut going on. And it was sleek and I could see right over her head.
0: Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Love that. No, we,
1: had good, we had good seats. We had really good seats, I feel like, yeah.
0: So then is Betty Buckley going to take favorite character? Also, oh, of the I show, or I don't
1: know. Um, because I, I enjoyed Cornelius quite a lot. Yes, he was fantastic. Um, h- him and, and Barnaby,
2: I am pretty certain I saw him in Book of Mormon a couple of years ago. Cornelius, yeah, he just came off of a run from Book of Mormon. Oh, and did he? I'm pretty sure I saw him. I'm pretty sure he was
0: who do you think he was?
2: I think he was, um, Elder the
0: the, the Lead. Oh, Elder Price, yeah, Elder
2: Price. I'm pr- I think so. I'm not 100, but he. He looked familiar when he came out on stage. That's a quick like, Google. <laughs>
0: this, well, I mean, we have the playbill. Yeah, yeah.
2: He. Um, I'm wondering if
0: it was, if it's in his credits. Nick
2: Rolo. He was. Nick Rolo. He, yeah, Let's he was definitely definitely in Book of Mormon. It just didn't say what role I read. Oh, his,
0: he looks like an Elder. Christ. I, I'm yeah. pretty
2: certain he was because yeah, he came 100%. out and started to sing, and I was like, Oh my God, oh. I know I've seen him in something. And and saying that he just came off the run.
0: Yeah, and he was in the original
2: had, Broadway cast. Yeah, he
0: recently finished 2,500 performances in the Book of Mormon. Yeah, he has performed the Book of Mormon on Broadway in Chicago with the original cast, on the national tour, and on the West End.
2: I'm pretty sure I saw him. It was, it's been a few years now since I he was uh, so saw it. good. And he was he so funny, fantastic
1: him, in that. Too. And then the the guy that played Barnaby, just their their two their chemistry was really good. Yeah, they were cool. really
2: kind of an Abbott and Costello-y kind yeah. of. Yeah, they were fun. They, they were, were fun. Fine. Cute. But I, I enjoyed
1: him very much, and
2: I I also really liked Annalisa Leeming Leeming the the
1: gal that oh, played, who played um, Irene Molly. Yeah, oh, I really she liked was, her. in person. She looks like Jocelyn Tanner, like oh, up close. Oh, okay. And so she's stunning. <laughs>
2: But I I also like the 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 gal that played Minnie too. She she was was hysterical. Kristen that that little
1: voice that she had that she used for
2: Minnie and then I don't know. I you know, they really there wasn't anybody that played the main character that was weak. The the person that um played Horace was fantastic too. I mean he was Lewis was fantastic. Fantastic. We
1: so we liked everybody in the All the principals. Those are all of my favorite characters. I can't narrow one down for you. Well, I mean, if you're gonna be
0: a part of like a national tour that just won like best revival of a musical, like the Tony, you gotta be on it. Like you have to, you, you gotta be putting your A game out. And you guys saw opening night. Yeah, which is kind of the cool thing about these press nights is you get it's a lot like, of energy. Yeah, you get all this energy that they're—they're—I they're, mean, they've done it before, but they've it's done a it before. New, but it's a new
1: city. It's you know, new venue, exactly. New venue, new everything for them. So it's kind of—it exciting.
2: I, it was interesting to me because I love Betty Buckley. She was the she was kind of my first introduction to theater. Um, being a leading leading lady, I wanted to be her. You know, when she sang as Isabella when she was when she sang Memory, I was like,
1: oh my god,
2: that's who I want to be when I grow up. But right. It was interesting to me to watch it. I caught myself a lot of times going, Ooh, I wonder how Bette said that. Ooh, I wonder how Bernadette said that. Mm-hmm. I wonder, you know, to yeah. to know that there, there were these three amazingly strong women like Bernadette Peters, Bette Medler, and Betty Buckley. Uh, like, who's next? Patty LaPone? I mean, we're. Right. Oh so, my God! Seriously. I will pay
1: all the sh money
2: to see Patty LaPone. You know, I'm Like, like <laughs> they, 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 definitely, they definitely have f- found, I think, some of the most powerful women to play this role, oh, which sure. they, they need to, because Dolly Levi is a powerful role, but I, yeah. It, yeah, it was interesting to me to watch it and think, oh, I wonder how they did that differently. I wonder, you know, I could see parts where I was like, oh, this yeah. would be a Bernadette moment, or oh, this is how Bette would do that.
0: Mm-hmm. But, like what kind of shtick do they add to it? Kind yeah, I, yeah I thoroughly enjoyed it? Betty, though. Thoroughly, thoroughly I, uh, enjoyed
1: her. I, I mean we just need to get this on the record because Betty Buckley is 71 years old.
0: <laughs> she's killing it.
1: And she murdered <laughs> Like Yeah, she was, she, she's
2: incredibly she, strong.
1: Incredibly strong. Like, a, she's a crazy professional is all I have to say about how well she, I was just like, I've seen some 71 year old, I've seen, as people get older, obviously, there's less and less roles for you and you get kind of depressed about it and, I've seen people who I thought would be good mm-hmm. in person and was, was kind of disappointed. But
2: she just... Uh, she 100% doesn't even look 71, though. Like, no. Chip does not look 71. Nope. She's a beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. Really, really up close and in person,
0: she was beautiful, too. Yeah. She's just gorgeous skin. and. Mm. So we could talk about it right now. But oh, along, along with the comp tickets that Rachel and I get, Before going to these shows and doing these these podcasts to review Mm -hmm. the show, Um, it comes with a little pass to get into the opening night party. Yep, um, there's like a a, a post-show
1: party for press afterward, um, which is really fun. It was at Fogo de Chao, which I've never eaten at before. It's fantastic, (laughs) but it was so good. Um and
0: the entire cast is there yeah
1: and they're and they're kind of often they're uh, I, I think initially when they come in they come through they do yeah the the, the like quick little round and then i mean a part of it was like they're <laughs> eating i feel so bad oh my god but we met this really really nice gentleman What was his first name john townsend john townsend so he
2: writes for lavender magazine i, I when i got like oh! I, I looked at his card and i googled I, I remembered him saying that he wrote for a magazine, so okay. I googled it and googled mag, googled his name and googled magazine. He writes for he writes Mr. for Lavender, Lavender magazine.
1: magazine. In the well, Twin he days. was apparently him and Amy knew a lot of people in comics. <laughs> we did have a lot tiny, of tiny tiny world, um, but he he's like, well, she's here. Do you want to go over and meet her? And we were both like. Held uh, yeah. the yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we like quietly like sneaked over and of course they're all like sitting and eating and then I'm one of those people I'm like oh I feel so bad they're eating come over and say that you did a fantastic job. I've never seen Amy geek out so hard in my entire life. I, 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 it was, it was wonderful just standing there and watching her brain malfunction.
2: I'm going to blame it a little bit on the cold medicine I took before I went, but,
0: <laughs> but I was
2: a little, I was a little verklempt. I got
0: a little emotional. Yeah. Listen, there's always those people in our lives that are going to do that to us.
2: I didn't know she would do that to me, though. Like, I, I, I was excited to see her, and I knew, like, as, you know, 18-year-old me, I listened, I wore a groove in the CD for Cats. I mean, Mm. like, I listened to Memory on repeat for months, but um, I did, I I really didn't think I would get kind of overcome. I I was a little overcome at the beginning when she made her entrance on the, on stage. I got a little, I felt myself get a little misty. I know, she (laughs) she kind of grabbed out and went, I was like, ooh, she she makes me happy? <laughs>
1: well, she came out and just this strong, beautiful voice just, like, flows. Because your your voice changes as you get older. Yeah. And she it was, was just...
2: She was wonderful. It was, and she was gracious. And yes. I'm oh, my gosh. I'm super proud of myself that I didn't ask for a picture or an autograph, even though I... You really considered wanted,
1: it. I, I could, you know. And
2: she would have done it. I know she would have done it because she was so, so gracious. But it would oh, have been, sure. it would have been like me trying not to cry and get all snot nosed and digging for a pen and la la la. So I was like, nope. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna enjoy the moments. And now I just have to take that little mental picture in my brain and remember that I met her.
0: I had to do the same thing with Billy Gilman. It took me a two-hour flight to like, <laughs> get up the courage to say hello to him and just introduce myself and say I'm big of a fan. My sister and I were, and she would kill me if I didn't like say something to him. And um, we got off the plane together. I was like right behind him, and I just I didn't ask because he was getting his bags and you know, he was com- he was going to a concert and stuff. And I was like, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be that guy. I'm not gonna be that guy. I feel
1: like I don't know. I, and I've read this a couple times a couple different celebrities will, will do it Emma Watson is one of them Like she's like if I don't have to sign anything or take a picture with you I'll have a 15 minute conversation with you and I was like I'd rather have a 15 minute conversation with you
2: right.
1: than take a picture
2: <laughs> I, I couldn't even get through three minutes but I, uh, you know was I very got cute. to shake her hand and she was very sweet and very gracious and you know, very, very kind. And the rest of the cast was also very gracious and yeah, we bless their hearts they didn't laugh at me, so. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: I'm sure it's not the first time they've seen somebody become oh, overwhelmed by the presence yeah, of Betty but I'm Buckley. Yeah, 50
2: for God's sake. I gotta <laughs> get still, my crap together, man. Still. Um, at any rate, no, it was wonderful, it was and great. the cast was all wonderful. You know, the thing I don't feel like we touched on. Well, did you have a question before I?
0: No, go for it. I
2: was just say the thing I feel like we didn't touch on enough in the car because I was, you know, in that whole. We were oh just God, excited about it Oh Was just how brilliant the rest, the production end of that show was. I yeah. Mean, the the costumes were the very first thing that struck me, and the person oh, that did scenic and costume design, Santo Laquasto, oh props props, those costumes were stunning.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and like, I've seen some of like, like the period, promo photos, and like, they are period beautiful,
2: accurate, and st- just they're just stunning. stunning. I I actually have a friend um, from Florida. She's another dance uh, studio owner, and she or teacher, and she. Um, She is a huge, huge Broadway buff she okay. grew up in New York and so she knows a lot of people and she's had a lot of students that have graduated her studio and gone on to <laughs> New York so she actually got to go backstage and got to go to the after party like we did when they were in Florida in Broward That's County awesome. and the first thing she I messaged her and you know told her what a complete tool I had been when I met Betty Buckley and we were laughing about that and then the first thing she said to me was oh my god those costumes are stunning I saw mm-hmm. them up close and they are absolutely gorgeous and I said it's funny that you say that because it was the first thing that struck me visually about that show was well was like, just how it's
1: just these like I mean I mean you could do anything with it with a period costume you know for that era but it was they were Patterns and the patterns were correct, and then they were these bright pastels, and then it bright, just, I like, thought it was
2: also very genius the way he matched patterns and colors that didn't necessarily... does not necessarily go together. They weren't, they weren't monochromatic. Yeah. But, and you wouldn't have even looked at them and gone, oh, yeah, I oh, totally yeah. would put lime green with, you know, orange and turquoise. But yeah. you'd go, you looked at it, and you went... Wow that so works. It's mm-hmm. like the the couples. I you expect the couples to match. Like the the girl wears the yellow and turquoise dress and you expect the guy to wear the suit that has the yellow but and turquoise. But he was
1: wearing like a purple and red and, and the, and the, the like guy a that wears the yellow
2: and turquoise suit is with the girl in the, you know, in
1: orange, the orange and, and green and or green whatever. or something. It, it, it was just the colors Sunday. Everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. It was beautiful. I, I don't know if there's press photos out of the Sunday best or uh, uh, Put yeah. on your Sunday clothes. Put on your Sunday clothes. Yeah. They just
0: um, did a little post the other day, and it had just a couple of production photos. And one of them had like her like in the trolley or on the trolley or um, in the train. And, well, and that was the other thing is that. And they had some couples lined up. And these okay. Stuff and I think cute. the
1: next question in the in the run is the staging production of this.
2: Yeah, I thought it was. Oh my god! <laughs> downing because there were none of these pieces that we saw went into the floor. Nope. None of them. Everything went off. Full size carriage with a full size horse, not a real horse, but the it it was, was, a, it was a There's a, two people standing all the way up, so it was like a Clydesdale horse. I mean it was right. this giant, giant horse. Yeah. And a full size carriage. A full size train engine. Yeah. Oh, wow. Full size I
1: mean, train engine and and um huge cub. Like like car. passenger car. And then I just... And then the, sh- the, the the
2: shop, the oh the yeah store was...
1: Just it, slid forward and backward I'm like, I don't know where it went. But, it's, but it slid was, forward and backwards. It
2: was really, really... I mean, the set dressing on the store was and, fantastic. So much... And it was so... And it, and it hid so many people. Like, during the It Takes a Woman, like... All of a sudden, like, 12 men, men come out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> And I, you know, like one of them was down behind the cash register, and and it's a tiny little cash register. And it's probably about as wide as
1: your kid is your kitchen, is your, da- your dining room table. Like, and like,
2: maybe not this even way. as long.
1: Yeah, not even as long. And probably as wide.
2: Yeah. And he just kept popping up. And I, at first, when he popped up, I thought, oh, is he like down? Is there like a trap? Because he, because there's no the door is right there too. So people are entering into the shop, are entering right where a human being would have to be hiding. It doesn't look like there's that much room, but. I don't know, man. He, uh, I don't think he. There was a trap. He just. He just kept popping up, and then they have the whole. The root cellar, where they people came out of the root cellar and people oh, came wow. from the back of it and people came from upstairs.
1: It was, yeah, people came from up on this. All a sudden, like 15 ladder.
2: guys just like popped out and <laughs> it's kind of cool <laughs> and then
1: disappeared. And you're like, well, I don't know where you went, but this was amazing. Yeah, they it was so they had that, and then they also had the hat shop that was full size. Oh, yeah, and then
2: that staircase. Holy man, oh, that was a giant the staircase. Harmonia
1: Garden staircase was, and it just. And the only, ta- I did see one technical issue, and it was one scrim. That was, an- and the other thing that was really cool is that they had multiple um, scrims that were... Ta- street scenes street and Street scenes and whatnot, and they, and some of them had, like, a cloth background, so, you know, they would pop more, but then they would pull it, like, pull the back out of it, and then you could see through it, and it was just... yeah it's
2: the set was beautiful it was so it was and it it had to be a huge huge undertaking i look at that and think for touring how how do you pack
1: like how how it's
2: crazy the how much how much set there was for a for a tour
1: yeah i mean it was it was insane (laughs)
2: <laughs> it really but was. yeah, everything it's everything convenient.
1: went off into the wings, or it went all the way straight. And I don't know how deep the RFM stage is.
2: I know, but it looks pretty. It's,
0: it's pretty, deep. pretty deep.
1: It it's... looks. I mean, it looks pretty deep. But then you have to think about well, people. You and You have to
2: assume that it goes off, and that then they pull it off stage. That it goes back, back and, then, and they then they pull, pull it, it stage it. left after yeah. stage right. But that's yeah, they were massive sets. Massive.
1: And my favorite is just the. Is watching mechanical pieces like I don't know I'm starting to get more into like the staging of things and how things come on and how they come off remote controlled pieces are my favorite thing right now and I don't understand it but I love it when that um, I can't remember in which scene it is uh, but that little desk just comes just sw- it's a little table just swings in by itself just yeah. into Irene Molly's little hat shop. I
0: was like, Whoa. "Oh, well, some of these stages they just have this great like they have all these turntables and stuff on them now in these different places yeah. so that you can like set something on it off stage on like a spike mark, and then they just make it go and it it ends up where it needs to be when they rotate yeah. the thing. It's I don't just know. It was, it's cool.
1: It was super cool. My favorite too was the uh the transition into I- Irene's shop too because they literally, I mean, the actors did that was the first I yeah think they, they they physically they pushed the door all the way around yep and then it slid all the way back and these gates came down and it was just right no they it was it was uh, pretty impressive set was... and
2: pretty pretty gorgeous costuming I mean just the costuming was ugh. Ugh. if that doesn't win a Tony
0: Nod i oh
2: I mean that those costumes were beautiful right They were
0: stunning So who do you guys think you would want to be? If you were ever to do this production. Okay, well
2: there's probably like one person I can be. I mean, chorus or bet or Dolly. Or
0: Dolly. I'm kinda
2: past the kinda ingenue stage of my life. <laughs> I wanna ah. be Minnie. <laughs> oh, you'd be a good
1: Minnie. <laughs> I want to be Minnie. She's kinda nerdy and and goofy and I don't know. I really liked her. I identified with her. Love So,
0: overall, you guys said the cast was really good. Yeah, Mm -hmm.
1: they were very strong. I I, I didn't feel
2: like there was any.
0: From the
1: principals down to the ensemble, I mean. The ensemble was great.
2: They were strong. They were. (gasps) And
1: there was a black man in the cast.
2: (laughs) I was so excited. They they sang well, they danced well. And they had some good, they had some good dancers. It was, it's always fun for me as a dance teacher to watch the dancing and see like, okay, are these actors who can dance or dancers who can act, act, you know? And so there's, there was, I think there was a pretty even mix of both. But I did see, you know, there were certainly (laughs) women and men that I was like, I don't know, that took some dance Mm -hmm. background. That wasn't, but yeah, it was, it was fun. Because the the choreography had a lot of ballet
0: elements to it, which, you know, well,
1: especially the waiter
0: scene. Yeah, that was a. There was a lot. Oh of...
1: my goodness.
0: Yeah, there's a guy that I follow on Instagram who's in this cast that I, I'm really upset that I couldn't see because I would have wanted to meet him because I saw him in Maine when I went to go see Mamma Mia. Okay. And that's when I started following him because I thought he was super talented. And he's in the ensemble. He's in the waiter scene. He's. I think he's rolled his ankle like three times. Rehearsing that, out with injuries yeah. and stuff on it. I everything. couldn't. I,
1: I mean, they did at least twenty-five barrel turns. That I was, was a lot of. I was trying turns. to count them. I mean, they did them all. I mean, there was a group. There was a set of four guys did them <coughs> in unison across the stage. I was like,
0: oh, that's my crazy. God, that's insane. Yeah. He. I think he was probably one of those. <laughs> one of those four. If I had to guess. I don't
1: know it
2: was great.
0: So how was the orchestra? Excellent.
2: That you know what I always think an orchestra is excellent when you don't think about them. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I I watched the show and it never once did I.
0: It's just an entity of what it you're was, seeing. It was, yeah, they were
2: fantastic.
1: Yeah. If if I have to notice the orchestra, something is wrong. Right. That's that's I'm, I agree with Amy on that. If I if I notice the orchestra, then I'm like. Mm.
0: So the last thing to touch on is like, well, you guys kind of did it the tech wise, like as far as like lighting and. And scene transitions it was, and stuff, and you the, guys said that was pretty cool. Lighting
1: was very basic as far as like, let's go up, let's, you know. And they had this really cool, like, kind of marquee trim right. around, around the stage, which was really cool. And then the final, at the very end of the show, they drop a red scrim and then project. I don't, I don't know if it was projected or not. It kind okay. of looked projected, but it says, hello, Dolly. And then they've got, like, the like marquee lights that.
0: Well, I saw like in a, one of my friends went to to it a couple of days after you guys went, and mm-hmm. she sat a little bit further back, I think, so you could see like all the lights yep. around it with the big red curtain. I mean, yeah, it looked, they use
1: the they utilize the curtain several times for yeah. scene changes. Mm-hmm. Which I, I, you know, sometimes I hate, but I didn't hate because I, you know, I'm like, well, I know there's a scene change going on behind there, just as, as somebody who's done <laughs> the theater,
0: right. would know. But well, even like we went down last weekend to see Sadie's. Show that she was in. They utilized the they curtain the for like, some stuff, but they but it, were bigger changes and they really did like completely change over where they right. were. Right. Yeah. So, so it, was, it, was kind
1: of, it was kind of cool how they did that. So um, I don't know. I
2: enjoyed it. I, I highly recommended it. It was a really yeah. it was a fun night of theater. It's a great family show. It's great. Something that you can bring your kids to, and there's plenty of. There's plenty enough going on that, you know, even younger kids would when, be when entertained. entertained. It would keep them yep, entertained. My absolutely. Only,
1: I have one complaint. Okay. <laughs> and it wasn't even about the show. So the night that we saw it, people were getting up. And we had a lot of, people, a lot of people getting up and leaving and coming back. And coming back. And for me, I had always, I had always thought, if you got up, you don't need to come back till intermission
0: yeah that's the thing. I feel like in the, even in like professional theater, if you're further back, like if you're in the first couple rows, it's like don't move. Yeah like they can see you. If
1: you're in um, row double Z all the way in the back yeah you and
0: you, you got an issue, you go take care of it yeah. but, but I just' I'm, I've never been one for like the concession stand. No. At shows, like you're at the theater. Eat before you come. This is I, also a I also don't. I also don't
2: drink during the show. I'm like, oh, I don't want to. I got a tiny little walnut bladder. Well, so yeah, it's like, a, where
0: yeah. are you going to put all? They don't have cup holders. The yeah. same in a movie theater.
1: Uh, I, I guess, and then it was the, the people. all oh, the people who sat directly behind us left in an intermission, and they kept having full voice conversations. Full voice conversations, just a little annoying. Yeah,
0: so it's like they can hear you. <laughs> Everybody can.
2: But,
1: but, but yeah, that's, that's, that's really, my only complaint. This,
2: the show was fantastic, and I- it was.
1: I think the house was when we got there. I think it was sold out or almost sold out. There was like uh,
0: it's one of those one of those shows and one of those runs, especially with the Minneapolis theater community being as large as it is. Yeah, it's one of those must-sees while it's in town. Yeah, kind of thing.
1: It was kind of nice to like, and it was so wonderful. I had such a good time. Yeah, I enjoyed so, it. So, shout out to Patrick Spradlin for letting me skip rehearsal to go see it.
0: I think, well, I think Lori pretty much yeah, won Lori, that battle for you. Lori
1: won that battle Lori for you. Lori
0: Yeager is the one we should be thanking yeah, for that.
1: So, so thank you, Lori. But also, it kind of helped that I went and picked up costumes for our own show at the yeah,
0: same time. That was a nice little bonus. I'm like, really, he sold well, the peanut.
1: I, he's like, you need to be here. I'm like, well, if you let me go, I will pick up the costumes from the guest <laughs> And
0: then he was like, okay, cool. <laughs> so... Moving right along here, let's get into the curtain calls. We do this with movie musicals where we give everything a scale of one to five. Mm-hmm. As far as enjoyment and everything, we've started doing it with Broadway on Hennepin. What would you guys rate the show on a scale of one to five stars? Or let's say one to five dollies. How many one dollies to five, do you dollies do we, it? We
2: oh, I think it's five. I, I oh, was 100% really, five. It was, not, it was not, there was nothing about it that was weak <laughs> or time-consuming. Yeah,
1: uh, as you can see, my only complaint was about the other audience members in the
0: show. <laughs> <laughs> and people gonna be people sometimes. And, and, and people gonna
1: be people sometimes. I will say that my favorite thing was just watching people get sniped by ushers with their phones.
2: Oh yeah, that oh, lady mama. in the room next to us was trying to take pictures during this show, and that one usher came up and he gave her a look like mm-mm. He shot his it was like flashlight like and then he like wagged his finger at her and shook his head real stern. Well,
1: you missed the 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 um the New York couple on my side. So I sat next to a lady from New York wearing some fabulous gold pants. I should have asked her where she got them. Um, but her husband tried to take a couple pictures of the show, and I watched. I have never seen a Usher move so silently and so quickly. And then I was just like, there was a flashlight in my face. I'm like, I don't have my phone now. My phone's in my purse. I don't oh
0: not me okay I'm in trouble I'm in trouble it wasn't me I didn't do it I
1: didn't
2: do it I don't know I mean I get I get why people want to take especially because this one was so visually stunning yeah but I I've just never been the type of person that wants to take pictures during
0: During a show show. I just don't want to right
2: I just I want to be able to enjoy that moment (laughs) I just don't want to
1: I think we as a society are just too connected to our like, I've gone to
2: concerts before, like, music concerts. Like, I, the first time I went to Pink, I took a lot of video of her because I was just like, oh, my God, I'm, I have to remember this, I have to remember this. And I, I looked back at the video and thought, why did I do that? Why didn't I just freaking enjoy I what I... You know, so then the next time I went to see her in concert, I was like, I'm not even pulling my phone out. I'm just going to Yeah, I, gonna I did the it. same
1: thing when I went to see Panic! at the disco because Brandon Urie puts on, like... <coughs> he also played... Uh, he was also in Kinky Boots on okay. Broadway for a very short time. Um, and from what I have been told from people, they're like, he puts on a show. And I am glad I didn't touch my phone once.
2: I mean, I'm okay with it at a, at a music concert. It's just a little different venue. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I, I don't know, for, the, for some... I, for the theater, I just have a rough time with also, people wanting to take pictures and video. And I, I
1: mean, I, I, I can see why you want to do it, but I have an idea of what you spent on that seat. I, I would be paying full attention to what I was watching. The only time I
2: ever took a picture during a, a show was literally at the end of a curtain call. I just, there was a, a I, they, and it wasn't even, the, the curtain call was done, and they were actually talking about donating to, you know, like mm-hmm. to the Broadway thing and i i just snapped a photo because all oh, the every- broadway
0: care stuff yeah, and, yeah. So, and
2: i snapped a photo of because everybody was on the cast uh, on the stage at that point so mm-hmm. i just like i just took a quick photo i don't know why because i was in a nosebleed section so they look like little tiny little dots but
0: <laughs> well people do that too like i mean when kinky boots closed a couple weeks ago i mean there were tons of people that during the final curtain call or like the final right. number they whip out their phones and it's like what are you gonna do at that point? Yeah, it's the last show. Everyone's on their feet, freaking out. Like, yeah, yeah. You're I think they expect it, it
2: for that sort of thing. I just, mm-hmm. like I said, I just am like, ugh. You all know, it's like, it's just so stupid to me, because I'm like, y'all know it's against the rules. Everybody that goes to the theater knows. So bad. Like, it's so, it's so not allowed. So why? Yeah. So this
1: is a PSA. If you are planning on going to the theater at Put all, your phones
2: away. Put your phone away.
1: If you're going to, you know, professional theater, semi-professional theater, community theater, high school theater, I don't care. I don't need to see your phone.
2: It just is rude.
1: Pay attention to what's in It's rude.
0: And this is not a things. public service announcement from, my "Can't I Have a Rehearsal?" Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: I'm so, so Rachie,
0: you got anything for producers' corner this week?
1: I haven't looked. Uh, but I just
0: checked iTunes. Nothing new. Nothing new, and
1: there. Was I'm a-
0: willing to give a free mug to the first 2019 reveal.
1: On uh, iTunes.
0: On iTunes. Yeah. Okay,
1: real. let's do it. Let's let's throw it out there. I'm
0: willing to purchase a mug because on it, we haven't had a single review since December and it's hurting the street cred. So <laughs> somebody get out there and do it. And earn People are rating
1: it. the podcast. We have a few more ratings.
0: Yeah, but leave a cheeky comment.
1: Yeah, because we like, so give me something to do in Producers Corner because I like to comment on your comments. Exactly.
0: And you guys can't see today, but I'm wearing another piece of our, I can't it's have a so dope.
1: I think I'm going to have to order that blue. I was hoping it was going to be that blue when it came. Thank you. Hair toss.
0: Hair toss it. <laughs> Just do a little sidestepping. I look great. I think it's form fitting. I think it accentuates all the things that I'd like accentuated. Yes. And my face is on it. So I enjoy it. <laughs> my face is on it. A animated version of my
1: face is on it. So exactly. It's great.
0: So, head on over to I can't. I have rehearsal podcast slash merch.
1: You have to say dot com
0: slash merch. Dot com slash merch. And gotta
1: give people the right address.
0: I can't. I have rehearsal podcast dot com slash merch. <laughs> and go buy some stuff.
1: All right. So, you guys can find. All of the notes and all the links to everything, so you can actually go to I can't, I have com slash partners and purchase your tickets for Hello Dollar. Do it. Do Do it. it. Do it.
0: Everybody's doing it, all the cool kids are.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yep. If the there are one still, if there are still tickets available,
0: <laughs> <laughs> please get out there and buy them. Yes, if Scoop you're th- if you're
1: thinking about going, I would highly recommend it. Uh, but <laughs> again, like we said, all the links will be in the show notes below. All of the links to our social media will also be in the show notes. You can listen to I Can't I Have Rehearsal on Apple iTunes. As we said, the first person in twenty nineteen leave a comment, get a mug, get a signed mug. You get a signed mug. We'll sign it for you.
2: Think about drinking your coffee out of that in the morning and tell me you don't want it. There you go.
1: (laughs) And um, you can also follow us on Spotify. You can also stream episodes straight from our website and download for later listening. As always, thank you for listening. Peace
0: out, peeps. All right. And goodbye. Goodbye.
1: That
0: hurts me a little us too. Yeah. Hmm.
1: We try. This is something funny. We, we
0: harmonized do. once. It was cute.
1: It was beautiful. <laughs> I'm a <gonna> knee proof. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you obviously don't listen. <laughs>